Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome back to the Door County Pulse podcast. My name is Grace Johnson, and today I am again joined by Katie Helsher and Abby Dubler. And then we also have Devin Thomas in with us as well. And we are going to be discussing their uh, Disney Plus Encore episode that just aired on January 10th. And if you have not seen it yet and do not have a Disney subscription, do not fear. You can do a seven-day free trial um, of Disney Plus if you want to catch the episode and see what we're chatting about. So with that, let's just get into it. How are you feeling um, after the episode is finally, finally out? I'm relieved. I feel like it's been a lot of anticipation. I mean, really, it's been over a year in the making. So it's finally like a weight lifted to have it out there and be able to watch it yourself, your family watch it, and know what all went into it. Yeah, I feel relieved as well. It was just really exciting to get to watch it and to know what they put in there. And we didn't have to question what it was going to be like, how we were going to be featured, Relief is the the biggest thing I'm feeling. You know, as we got two weeks out, one week out, it just it started to build. You started to kind of think, oh man, what are they gonna, what are they gonna get you saying? Um, and so it was it was nice to have it kind of all out there, be able to talk about it, be able to talk about what happened in the episode because I feel like some of it was like, uh, let's wait and see, like who's gonna get the roles or you know will. Allison get to be Gabriella, so it was nice to just have it be out there and we can answer the questions and move on. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of what we're going to be doing today is just go through the episode, break down maybe some of the scenes, things that you guys were surprised to see or stuff that might have been taken out or just address kind of some of the uh, drama and tension points mm -hmm. that were throughout the episode. Let's start with the drama. Let's just get that out of the way, shall we? <laughs> sure. All right. So, so far... In each of the Encore episodes, if you've been watching, there usually is some sort of tension point that the episode tends to hinge around. And um, I was actually kind of surprised when uh, that tension point ended up being um, Adam Breesman, who originally played Chad, wanting to audition for the role of Troy. I had assumed that they would try to create something more between um, Kayla and Allison since Kayla ended up playing her role back in high school. So I thought that was going to be the point of contention. And this just completely came out of left field for me. Um, well, I think to just to touch on the Kayla Allison, I think that they may have wanted that to happen, but Kayla walked in wanting to be, as she would call it, a tree. So <laughs> she, I think they kind of wanted that to be something, and Kayla was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, I am good. She's happy being in the ensemble. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Martha Cox was really her dream role, and she did fabulous with it. I think that's why it was, it was really just a non-issue. With Adam, I think Adam originally had wanted... Troy. I mean, you can see what Adam looked like then. He had the 
the Zac Efron haircut or hairstyle, even though, I mean, I think he did have, he's had, he had that for a long time. So, you know, but that was, that was an in style. And um, Adam is pursuing acting. I think that's kind of his, that's his career now. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, he'd been doing a lot of work and I think he wanted to give it a shot. And so I think that there was, that was his motivation. I don't, but they definitely built up more of a competition with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was open to it. Like I, like I said on there, I think competition's good. It's healthy. Um, you know, it, it made me dial in a little bit more knowing that there was somebody else that wanted the part. And I think ultimately, you know, Allison and I still, I could feel it. And I, I think I said this to somebody, there were a couple of moments in our audition, and I think maybe you catch a little bit of it in the episode, but there are a couple moments that I had this really weird, like, deja vu, nostalgic thing about, like, 12 years ago. I mean, it's something I can't really explain, but Allison and I looked at each other, we hit that note, or a couple of notes singing, and it, like, locked in, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what it was going to be like back then. And I think chemistry is really hard to to build in an audition, and I think that's ultimately what what happened with Allison and I, and you know why we reprised the roles that we had. Adam and I were were good after that. You know, we he, he's been a good friend of mine. We grew up together. I think he was disappointed. I think when you when you lose a a competition or an audition, you're disappointed. It's a this isn't. This business is an ugly business, so I, I think they caught him at a at a really raw moment in time, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think that that was really. I know that that wasn't his intention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, but I think they needed to build some type of drama, and that's kind of what they were able to go with. And I think for all of us that know Adam, know how sweet and kind and funny and good of a person he is. So you just hope that people get that opportunity to see those qualities about him. And I think Lisa said it best, our director, when Adam spoke up to get that vocal lesson with Roger Love, um, she said, wow, what tenacity. And that's what Adam has. And he saw an opportunity in the field that he's going into and thought, what that's not going to cause harm. And of course, in reality TV, they tried to create that. But I think he uh, did a very gracious job of accepting the role of Chad and putting himself out there and stepping into that role that week. And he did amazing. So I think yeah, he's absolutely. really gone with the strides and he's he's done an amazing job. I wanted to point out that Allison and Kayla did both audition for Gabriella, but yeah. none of that footage was shown because, like Devin said, Kayla was happy to have Allison play Gabriella. And I you know, I think that's just what it comes down to. And and ultimately, I mean, I don't know, are people talking about Adam? Yeah, maybe more than he would want, but at the same point in time, he's in that field, so people are talking about him, you know? I mean, I think that's probably good publicity for him mm-hmm. in whatever light. So, no, everything's good and that was that was by far probably the biggest thing early on in the episode mm-hmm. that you saw that was kind of like, ooh, you know, but uh, that's probably the thing that got blown up out of proportion a little bit mm-hmm. or a lot more than yeah. what actually happened, yeah. you know. And that was like the first day, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like once we got our roles, like by the end of the first day, like it was like, OK, like, you know, we went out to dinner and everything was like good and kosher and we moved on. So it wasn't even like it. It wasn't even like that that perpetuated throughout anything more than the first like eight hours. So the 
other interesting tension point, I'm going to keep calling them tension because I don't want it to be drama, was Matt and Betsy. I was not expecting that either. I mean, I knew that they had dated, but I was not expecting that much emotion to kind of be surrounding all of that. Those scenes surprised us as well. We didn't really know about the relationship happening after high school. And so when we saw it play back, it was kind of new information for us, too. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, it was their story to tell. None of us had the background. None of us knew what they had been through. So um, we just hope that they feel good about how it was portrayed and that they feel like it was accurate. It's hard for us to speak on specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can say that none of us really knew to the depth that they were speaking about it all week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in a lot of the instances that they were having those conversations, we weren't even there. You know, they would pull us to do other interviews. So we really didn't know. I, I mean, I was pretty close with both of them in high school. And I knew that they did it in high school, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how often they were actually hanging out. I mean, I knew they were in the same city, but the the depth and the complexity that their relationship or past relationship was at, I don't think any of us knew. So that was kind of a surprise Mm -hmm. um, for sure. I think one of the hard things, too, is that um, when they cut pieces and stories together, it kind of makes it look like that was your focal point that week. And I wished for Betsy they could have shown even more of her personality um, because I can tell you there was a lot more that Betsy talked about that week than just that relationship. Um, You know, she has a life and a career out in Minnesota. She Mm -hmm. has an amazing family. Um, So it was really too bad that they didn't get to feature some of that. So um, just knowing that Betsy is a very well-rounded person and has a lot to offer. We love you, Betsy. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that Betsy, like Betsy was probably, other than maybe with Matt, the most removed from all of us. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, she was really interested into seeing how we were all doing, you know, that, you know, I have a wife and a child and you've got three kids and, you know, you have a husband and a mm-hmm. Well, I get you have a husband too, but that we, <laughs> that we all have families and children, <laughs> um, but that we all have, I think Betsy was interested and surprised to know, you know, where we had gone because we haven't really heard or talked to her in a while. So there's a lot of building connections with everybody. And I think they really kind of made it to be mm-hmm. Matt and Betsy the entire time. Like Katie mm-hmm. said, I think it was just, you know, they have six days or 80 hours or whatever it is of footage and they used 50 minutes of it. Grace, there is nothing that I love more than lighthouses and state parks. Oh my gosh, no way, me too. I just wish that there was, I don't know, some sort of way that I could capture my love for those things in a physical way that maybe I could put on the wall or something. Well, you are in luck, my friend. If you visit DoorCountyPulse.com slash shop, you can find exactly those items. You mean we actually put together a series of state park posters and an incredible collection of lighthouses all in one piece of artwork that you can buy online? That we did, Andrew, that we did. I didn't know that we had an online shop. What else can I get there? You can also buy some Paul stickers, Door County Living stickers. You can subscribe to Door County Living or the Peninsula Pulse if you are not in Door County. You can buy our annual door wedding guide. And you can also buy uh, lighthouse postcards if you do not want the full poster, but might want to add a little something something in your gift package. I'm looking at the shop right now and I just noticed that we have Peninsula Pulse hats with the dog logo and everything. Grace, I think I am sold. Where can I go to find all of this stuff one more time? www.doorcountypulse.com slash shop.
Was there anything that you guys did or any conversations you had that you definitely thought would be in the episode, but ended up not making the cut? I was excited and anxious to see our audition songs, and none of that aired. It's been in all of the other episodes. Oh, did you do the, um, what was the popular song from yes. your... Yeah, 2007. I was looking so forward to that, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, no, they skipped it. Why? It was... Um, Before He oh, Cheats. Yeah. Before He Cheats. So oh, that wow. didn't make it, and, you know, I'm okay with that, but I, I would have liked to listen to myself sing one thing I think in the show mm-hmm. um, and, then and they the didn't even do thing, it at the end like no, sometimes they, they do it at the credits and you know what we um, so at the end of our live performance we all sang together we sang the reprise of the start of something new and we all had a little solo and it was really sweet and touching and I hope that that would make it either in that part or during the ending credits and then um, like every other episode we had a guided meditation and I was Kind of hoping to see that. Also anxious because, you know, I was crying on camera. Mm-hmm. But I was really interested to see how that would play out and that ever aired. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to share? I mean, it was very similar to the other episodes. They just kind of asked you to mm-hmm. put yourself back in high school. What would you say to them mm-hmm. now? You know, what would they say to you now if they saw you? What did you say to yourself in high school? Patience, I think. I don't know. Something like, you know, it everything was- happens for a reason. I- yeah, like what advice would you give your high school self and yeah. what would your high school self remind you of mm-hmm. something that you've lost? I told my high school self to live each moment to the fullest because you never know or things change quickly. And then at that point, I started getting really emotional. And I think that there are others getting emotional. It was a very emotional thing that we went through. And then after that, we all kind of debriefed and talked about our feelings and like what we went through for that. And then... I broke down, and I talked about my mother who recently passed. Um, That's when I got really emotional. And um, after our cast recording, one of the producers said that was really powerful and touching, and people are really going to relate. So I was kind of hoping that that would be in there Mm -hmm. to um, relate to folks that feel that way as well. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't in, and I'm really happy with the episode, but that was something I was kind of looking forward to. Yeah, and I think think it—because I've thought about this a lot, and I think that it comes down to— they created the story arc Mm -hmm. and some of that like what we thought was really really important didn't fit into the story arc so Mm -hmm. you know like it seemed like it was matt and betsy so i'm going to say tethering betsy used that word Mm -hmm. tethering i thought that was powerful but um it seemed like that was kind of a post conversation after that because it was in the barn on the rug Mm -hmm. and so it seemed like that's kind of the piece that they used from that day, that kind of open conversation. I was honestly surprised they didn't do more conversation with Allison and Kayla. Yeah. Um, it seemed like that was not why we were chosen, but like what was unique about our situation. And so they talked about Allison a little bit and the, the accident, and then they just kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. Um which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she kind of opened up and, and she had her time in the sun to kind of debrief all of that. Mm-hmm. But I was I know that I know that Kayla and Allison had a really special, sweet moment. Um, and so I was surprised that that didn't come out on camera. Mm-hmm. I was most surprised at the amount of time that we all personally filmed at our own mm-hmm. homes that that didn't make it. Um, I know for myself, uh, we had an entire shoot day, 10 hours 
at my house, uh, at my uh, husband's gym where he works, and then at our farm uh, where we we have weddings out of which, P.S. I'm not a wedding planner, oh which was yeah, that was the other surprise. My profession, yeah, for I, sure. that must have got misconstrued somewhere. I noted several times in my paperwork and in my interviews that I work in advertising. Um, okay, but I thought I had gotten that wrong no. in that article. I'm like, I think I mentioned her as like some sort of like no. advertising. Did I get that so, wrong? So I don't know if that was selective or just an accident, okay. but um. But either way, we filmed 10 hours that day, and they ended up using maybe 10 seconds of us in our home, um, which was, I mean, for me, I think I wanted it more for um, the memories. My son was only six months old at the time, um, just seeing, like, me and my family in our home, like, that meant a lot. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it did not fit into their storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Um, I wish we could find that footage on the cutting room floor yeah. and keep it for ourselves somewhere. But I think, you know, all mm-hmm. of us had um, shoots like that. And when you really see the tidbits that they put in, it's just, it's very surprising. Thinking back on it, I feel like I was probably featured the most in that. And it was just because legitimately, I think I was the first one that walked in the gym that day. And so they like mm-hmm. did my little background. Like I was singing with my daughter and then they had me in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they made they they would always make us sing songs, and so like <laughs> unnaturally, yeah, you're like okay, go out to your uh, go out to your driveway and dribble around your basketball and sing at your head the game, okay. Oh, Allison now. said that they made her brush her teeth and yes. sing, and she was like, if they put that in there, uh-huh. thank goodness they didn't. Uh-huh. Now I will say I didn't really find I can't believe they actually did put me dribbling a basketball and they're like wear like basketball clothes so I like your sweat I, band. I, I, I was just like well I guess I'll be authentic with all of this mm-hmm. but the fact that they cut Matthew Adam and I singing the song that was cool I, I thought that, that was part. really cool yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, the vocal coach Roger Love a lot of us worked with him and they only showed that one piece with Adam, which and um, Allison, and Al. yeah, yeah, Al got a little bit nah, too. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but I, yeah. I, you know, he was kind of our celebrity, and it just didn't seem like they used some of that footage, which was a little disappointing. But you know, at least we have those memories with him. So mm-hmm. yeah, just for so additional background for whenever. Typically, I think people have noticed that Kristen Bell does not appear in many of the episodes. She actually only traveled to the ones filmed in California. Uh, But they do try to surprise the groups with some type of um, mentor in the space who's well-known. And the person they brought in for us was Roger Love, who is a vocal coach to the stars. And he listed off all of his accolades, uh, the most recent one working on the movie A Star is Born and having taught Bradley Cooper how to sing. Uh, So we were all pretty starstruck by that. And we had the opportunity to work with him two days he was there um so he did sessions with a couple of us and so it was interesting to see they only kept some and i think we all were hoping that there would be some filming of that so we could keep that as a memory but um but they just aired a few pieces of that during watching the episodes were there any of the scenes that you were featured in and stuff that you talked about that you watch back and mm, maybe like it was edited yeah it might have been edited or you just said something and you're like why did I say that in front of a camera that was embarrassing you mean we need redemption (laughs) yeah if you want to redeem yourself if like one like a letter to the editor type (laughs) a letter to the editor um well I guess I'll I'll speak up so in the not even in the episode or when the episode aired, but in the promo, the the opening line that they for our sneak peek was me saying, "There's nothing to do in Fish Creek." 
And so I received some flack for that. And then I think that in the episode, it elaborated a little bit more, but it was the actual meaning behind that quote was that for teenagers, especially in like the winter spring, Back in 2007, there wasn't a ton for kids to do. You know, we didn't have malls and indoor movie theaters. So a lot of us got involved in extracurriculars. Like that's how we spent our time because, you know, you didn't go out and do these things. And they cut it as there's nothing to do in Fish Creek. Um, something about, you know, but we all loved High School Musical. So it was like this clipping of all kinds of Frankensteining. Yeah, Frankensteining of some some different clips. Uh, but I do think there's a lot to do in Fish Creek. I live in in Fish Creek or in the the town of Gibraltar, you know, I vote in Fish Creek. I'm a, I'm a proud Fish Creek resident. I work in Fish Creek. I spend a lot of my time actually in Fish Creek, so it's kind of ironic, but um yeah, it, it was more of, of at the time. And, you know, a lot of people hang out at Blue Horse mm-hmm. uh, now. We Blue Horse was not really a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was there, but it was kind of next to, it was more downtown. It wasn't in their nice, expanded, wonderful cafe that they have. So mm-hmm. um, I, I did say that, but I, it, was, it was a little, it was clipped. There's and more I, to it. I think they were really trying to sell in the small town feel mm-hmm. right from the get-go. And yeah. they only had a moment to do it. And so that's when they put those two clips together to try to create that tension there. So I think, you know, they brought in other community members in the beginning. Which to was unique. Show. Yeah, they haven't done that anywhere else to say like, oh, what's going on? There's something going on in town? Like mm-hmm. they wanted to create that kind of like, it makes me think of like the music man. Yeah. Like, you know, when they go yeah. to. Everybody knows yeah. that there's something happening. Because apparently there's nothing to do in Fish Creek, in quotes. So we just want everyone to know we love Fish Creek. We do love Fish Creek. Lots to do. There was one part after you had to pretend to be animals and you had this great little moment where you were talking about Adam as a bear. And I just loved I just loved that part, honestly. I I was surprised to see that in there, but happily surprised, I guess. Yeah. I'm pleased with the way that they featured me. I didn't, uh, my character Taylor was not big in the show, and so I didn't get any Roger Love time, and I didn't get a lot of time with our director. But I did spend a lot of time uh, cracking jokes and being silly, so Mm -hmm. I'm happy to see that something goofy went in there. Yeah. Abby Abby definitely wins the the award for, like, best one-liners or or most comedic. I mean, she had the bear scene, Mm -hmm. I think, when she was at her house, and... Um, Salem, do you want to read lines with me? Nope. Oh, nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> somebody else. And then there, I think there's one more that I just. We'll I quit mean, lying, Betsy. Yes, yes, that one. That was hilarious. Uh, two truths and a lie. She's like, no, I, love I actually. Games, though. Uh-huh. I, like wherever I go, I. We'll quit lying, games. Betsy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. Abby definitely wins like the best comedian award. Oh, thanks, Steph. It feels Absolutely. like those kind of moments came at the perfect time. You know, we needed like, the comedic relief sometimes for the heavier drama moments. Oh, yeah. geez, guys. It lifted us. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> kudos to you. Feeling good over here, yeah. man. Good. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Kayla at the Pop Lock Break and Jam. Yes. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was great. The, the producers asked Kayla to go through all of the hallways and in the bathroom and any door that was unlocked and do the Pop Lock Break and Jam. And she said she was so tired after doing it, but that is 
one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Mm, that's cute. So she's famous for the pop lock yeah, breaking jam is. now. Mm-hmm. It's all over Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. Is it? But people are upset that it's not pop lock jam and break like Which it is, is from the, the movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I think oh, that, that is caught, true. That caught some people off guard, too, because. High School Musical, the stage production is a little bit different than the movie. Yeah. Some of the songs are a little different. The lines are a little bit different. So I think for maybe some diehard mm-hmm. original fans, they might be a little confused. But Well, and they added a lot more music. I mean, there's that. I mean, we didn't do this in our encore production, but, you know, there's that cell phone song from back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cell phone fusion. Yeah. That made me think another thing I was surprised they didn't show were more flubs on stage because I know a number of us missed entrances because we were changing mm-hmm. because the costume changes were so quick. There was physically no time to be able to make some of those entrances. So those were some like funny moments. I'm surprised they didn't show um, some added lines or maybe some missed things. It just seems like by the time they got to the production, that all pre- went pretty smooth in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm Even though they said it was a hot mess when they're like, oh, that's perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually... It ex- was a hot mess. <laughs> oh, it was definitely a hot mess. Well, we had four days to learn it. Yeah. Um, I was definitely excited. I talked a lot about my inability to be able to do choreographed dance, and none of that made it. It didn't look like I misstepped at all, which is not <laughs> correct. But, you know, in, in that light, that was nice, except for the my audition where I was like, oops. That was oh, good. I like so, that part. Um, and just the rehearsal time. They barely showed us rehearsing. Mm-hmm. I mean, working with Melinda, doing all the choreography, yeah. um, even just running lines. I think maybe I anticipated a little bit more of that, but there wasn't mm-hmm. much. It felt like our episode had a different uh, layout than the others. I feel like the others were all kind of similar in certain ways, and ours just felt really different. Yeah, yeah we were one of the youngest groups that they had. For mm-hmm. sure. A lot of classes from the, were from the 80s and 90s, and we were 2007. So um, we had definitely probably gone the shortest amount of time without seeing each yeah. other compared to others. Mm-hmm. And then, as we know, our area is so unique that mm-hmm. Katie and Devin are neighbors and their children are in uh, daycare together. And mm-hmm. Katie and I hang out and Devin and Kayla work together. And Devin and Kayla and yeah. Devin's mom, Liz, work together. And, yeah. and I think a lot of other people asked us when they did bring Devin's mom, Liz, in who was our director back in 2007, if we knew that was going to happen. Was she going to be cast? Did anyone know? None of us knew. Liz didn't even know. That was a complete surprise. Yeah, that was authentic. People Mm -hmm. thought it was kind of staged. That was an authentic reaction. I had a feeling that that would happen. We hadn't seen a Miss Darbus. Yeah, so they brought in all the pros, and we're like, okay, kid, kid, kid. And then we saw Mr. Bolton, but we never saw Darbus. So we kind of were like... That's gonna be my mom. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's gotta be my mom. Mm-hmm. And in the pilot episode, so at that point in time, we'd only seen the pilot. They did bring back the director, so we knew that you know that they would do that. That seemed to be kind of fit the bill. So then, when there was no Miss Darbus, I think we all kind of expected, like, yep, it'll probably be, it'll probably be Liz. Mm-hmm. One thing I. No happened that did not make the episode, which I wanted to make the episode. Logan was telling me, (laughs) if you don't know, Logan is Devin's younger brother, um, good friend of mine. And Logan said he was interviewed and they had asked him some sort of question about like how the show has changed or like seeing Devin perform, like what was different. And 
He made some sort of offhand comment. He's like, yeah, the only thing I think is different is his hairline. I think somebody else's brother took that role. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom Sawyer. Yeah. That was Came good. out the gate. No one saw it coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so my uh, family was in the audience, and my husband, Mark, and my brother, Tom, were sitting on the aisle, so they had the camera right close up, which they said, we always knew when you were coming on stage because the cameras would rush to us in the aisle and get right in our faces. And um, my brother was actually in the 2007 production as well and knows the movie well, and so he knew I was going to get pied Mm-hmm. In the chest. Um, well, he and knows, he was in the original show. Yeah, how sassy Sharpay is. So him and my husband were joking back and forth. And I've heard from a couple people that he was, they thought he was pretty funny. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. true sibling, sibling love right there. Hopefully people can pick up on the sarcasm. We do love each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we talk about touching moments? There were some things that I thought were so sweet. Of course. Yeah. I loved when... Matt and Katie were backstage and Matt was saying that he didn't know when he would get to do this again and he's all in if you were. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, I mean, Matt and I, I remember working with him in 2007. At that point, I mean, we're in high school. We have different priorities. And he was always a little flighty and, you know, doing a million other things. And he didn't wasn't off book until like the day before the show, I remember. And um, but we always really loved working together. Like we had a really good compatibility. Um, we didn't hang out a lot, but on stage was when like we really connected. And so um, when we finally got back together that week, I think we were both just like, oh, my gosh, let's do this. Like, let's make this even better than it was back in 2007. And so he was very sweet throughout the whole week, um, being very complimentary, saying like, I don't know how you're doing it because you still have a husband and a kid back home and like I just go home and practice and and uh and so when he said that he was uh he's he had said you know I don't know when we'll ever get to do this again so I just want it to be perfect and that was really sweet yeah he uh he wanted us to do as best as we could thank you (laughs) were there any other parts like when while watching it did you get choked up or you know sure for me it was Allison's redeeming moment at the very end I think um we know her as a very strong person. Uh, she doesn't show a lot of emotion. And so to see her get teary or choked up and uh, the quote that she had was something along the lines of, like, if I could tell my 2007 yeah. self something, it would be that she's going to get that second chance and that it's going to be today. Um, to see her have that moment and that realization and have those emotions was very special and very sweet um, because I think at the end of the day when Abby and I sent in the application, of course, it was out of self-interest and wanting to get up and do something really cool. But I think in the back of our heads, like we've all wanted that for so long. Mm -hmm. It's always been that one little piece of string that's held us all together. And so we were so happy to have that moment for her. I just wanted to say that I really hated my wig, and that's all I wanted to say. About <laughs> you that. hated your wig? Your wig was like halfway decent. No, it I, wasn't. I looked like I was three times my age, not half my age, <laughs> Devin. Yeah, all the costumes. I do remember seeing Matt in his cha-cha oh, a flamenco costume it. for the first time, and it was amazing. Yeah, Ma- yeah Matt was, was so by hard. far, Matt and Katie by far had the best wigs, best costumes. Yeah. I mean, Matt's hair looked legit, and what you... What we wore for the dress rehearsal, we had to wear for the show. They could not, if you made a mistake in the dress rehearsal, you had to wear it for the show Mm -hmm. because they were getting close-ups of our scenes during the dress rehearsal so that if they ever had to merge it together, if you were wearing whatever in start of something new, that you were wearing the same thing 
you know, because Mm -hmm. those close-ups they weren't doing when we actually performed. And I remember I still need, I might have to watch it a couple more times because in the dress rehearsal, I was wearing a watch that they gave me Mm. and I forgot to put it on in the show. So I kind of want to see if if that's actually like a thing, but I was the only exception to the rule because when Matt and I did what I've been looking for, I didn't make that costume change, so I did it in the wrong outfit. And I think it was enough of a plot point that they were like, no, we're going to refilm this. And they made us, after the whole show was over, we had to come back and redo it during dress rehearsal and redo that number so that they could get it. stop it, yeah. Yeah, because during the dress rehearsal, the cameramen were on stage with us, Mm -hmm. like right up close to get our up-close reactions because they don't want to do that on the final night when your family is there. Like they don't want to be in the way, so then that's when they got all those up-close shots. And then during the actual performance for the community, they only stayed in the wings and in in the aisles. Um, To kind of wrap things up, what... Would you say was your favorite moment of this experience and what was your least favorite? My favorite thing was getting some serious one-on-one time with friends that I haven't seen for a long time and um, not having to worry about responsibilities back home. And I think we maybe talked about this in the first one, but thank you, Ryan, Mm -hmm. for that. It was really, really fun to just be me and not wear all the other hats that I do. So that was my favorite thing. And on the same note as the best thing was kind of being there with everybody, I think the hardest thing was saying goodbye to the week. And I mean, I know I wouldn't want that every day of my life, but it was really fun. It was just a lot of fun. It was also hard to act because I'm not, uh, that's not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, looking back on something that I maybe wish could have happened um, was that everyone would have maybe gotten a little more of their moment on stage when they actually showed the production. Uh, it really is a ta- talented group of people. And I wish, you know, Abby could have been highlighted with her singing, um, you know, Allison, maybe some more of her acting scenes. I just think we were all hoping we could have shown more of the show at the end, but they could only get rights to, I think it was eight minutes of the show. Uh, so that was pretty limiting in what they could have shown. Um to the crowd. Um, at least that's what production told me. Um, but to me. <laughs> my, uh, my, one of my favorite parts at least was getting to perform for my family again. Um, and my husband had never seen me sing on a stage before. Um, so it was cool to watch their expressions in the audience. Um, when you walk on stage and like they kind of light up and, um, just to feel that again. Um, I think, you know, that's one of the things you don't, uh, or at least I haven't done in a long time. So to have those feelings again of being on stage and feeling alive in that way was really wonderful. I want to piggyback on that as well. It was really cool. Ryan has never seen me perform. Watching the show with my kids has been so much fun. They got to see themselves on it. They're all really proud of the the nose picking and the falling off of the couch (laughs) that they did. So that was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess my rose would be, along with what they said, my my wife and daughter have never seen me perform. Um, I sang at our wedding. That's probably the closest that that uh, Gina has seen me sing in front of people. You know, I mean, I'm singing all the time, but I think you probably tune that out half the time. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, for for Allison to get that opportunity to have that opportunity with Allison was a big highlight. As you know, I think they kind of documented. 
the thorn, I guess, would probably be when it all ended. But that's why you got memories. So mm-hmm. great. Um, again, thank you, everyone, so much for coming in. The episode is great. I really enjoyed watching it. And like we've always been saying, no matter what the episode looks like or what anyone says, I am sure you had such a fabulous week that had been so much fun. And for anyone listening out there, if you have not seen the episode yet, um, you can watch it on Disney Plus. It is now streaming. So again, thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Thanks, Grace. For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.